All right, Shabbos, say good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin. All right, so we are picking up Emir Sashem this morning in Parikudes. First of all, welcome to our 101st Shir. Very exciting, Baruch Hashem, of our, of our journey in Sidas Yisharim. So we are picking up, actually, it's a new section. It's a new section. So the Ramchal writes over here, Unidabra Ata Me'inyan Aha'ava. Let's speak about the concept of love or the role of love. The function of love in our relationship with Hashem. So remember again, just reorient ourselves a little bit. We're in Parikates, chapter 19, focusing on Chasidus. Chasidus, on the most basic level, represents exceeding expectations, or the need, the want, the desire to exceed expectations. Whereas the tzaddik lives up to expectations, the chasid wants to exceed expectations. How does one exceed the Ribbono Olam's expectations? Well, if one looks at mitzvos as indicators of that which HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, so therefore performance of mitzvos means living up to expectations, but ultimately, again, being a chassid means now that I know what Hashem likes, I'm going to find additional ways in which to give my father nachos and exceed those expectations. That's what it means, says Ramchal, to be a chassid. So now again, just we aren't one more piece, Ramchal said there are different ways in which we're able to be a chassid. We're focusing now in the area of what he calls Ofen Ha'asiya, the manner in which we perform mitzvot. So now we're talking about the role of love and its function in the performance of mitzvot. So he says as follows, Let's speak now a little bit in the concept of love. There are really three parts or three aspects, three branches to love. Hasimcha, Hadvekos, so the truth is, we're, we're, let, let's, we'll define these ideas just very superficially now. We're going to delve into each of them. Simcha, we translate as joy. Dveikos, we translate as clinging. Kina. Now, kina is interesting. How do we normally translate kina? Jealousy. Jealousy. So we're going to see kina could also mean a sense of kanos, a sense of zealotry, a certain sense of eagerness. But like I said, we'll get into each of these. Vihine, ina ava. So let's focus ultimately on the general level. What is ava? Vihine ava hum. Shia adam choshek umis ava mamesh el kevaso yisbarach. So we'll say, what does it mean to love Hashem? And by the way, what, what's really important about this is a little bit of just a general focus. Sometimes we'll say, you know, if you think about it, we learn, we learn a daf gemara every single day, right? We learn a lot of gemara, a lot of halacha. And sometimes it's interesting that when I, when I kind of look at my spiritual self, I realize or I feel that there are gaping holes in terms of the fundamentals. <laughs> For example, right, we have a mitzvah every day. We read in Kriyashma, love Hashem. What does it mean to love Hashem? What does that mean? So the Ramcha writes here something amazing. See, he says, he, he, he discusses over here, that what does it mean to be in love with Hashem? Now, let's say we're going to see the difference. To love Hashem may actually be an actional obligation. That's why Rashi, for example, says on the Pesach, to love Hashem, Rashi says, Rashi says, loving Hashem means the manner in which you perform at mitzvot. Serve Hashem like you love Him. Rashi understands it as an actional component. Dremchal here is describing, and it's actually quite beautiful, what does it mean to be in love with Hashem? What it means to be in love with Hashem? 
a person simply desires, choshek misave, a person wants, a person desires a closeness to Hashem. To be in love with God means I desire, I want a sense of closeness. I want to be connected. And I run after, I run after the holiness of Hashem. say just like we run after things that we strongly desire. So I desire, I want, I love our relationship with Hashem so much that it's something that I pursue. Something I pursue. Ad shielo askaras shmo yisbarach v'daber betilosav va'isik b'divrei Torah v'elokuso yisbarach. So to the point that ultimately, when I hear a mention of Hashem's name, or ultimately again a discussion about His greatness, or I'm engaged somehow in the words of Torah, shashua va'oring mamish. I feel a sense of joy. I will say, you ever know? Like sometimes a parent could relate to this. When you hear someone say something nice about your child, right? It like it like awakens something in you. Or someone, you know, talks about your spouse. You know, when, when you hear when you hear someone mention someone who you love, like it excites you. So the Ramchal says over something beautiful that the goal is to get to a point. The goal is to get to a point where the mere mention of Hashem's name, right, or a discussion of the greatness of Hashem. Or engagement in Torah creates a shashua va'onei mamish, creates a sense of joy and a sense of pleasure. Kemisha oev es eishas ne'urav obeno yechido avachazaka. To come to a love of Hashem, like one loves his spouse. Now he describes it as eishas ne'urav. So it's interesting, what is eishas ne'urav? The wife of your youth. Now what he's describing over here, I love the wife of my youth, I love the wife of my middle age, my old age. Right, what he's describing is there's a certain intensity in a relationship, you know, when it's new. When it's new, that, that the, the love often morphs. I will say, we know, by the way, this, this, herein lies the great challenge of marriage, right? The goal, the goal is to keep my marriage as exciting, as passionate, and as beautiful, and as meaningful uh, 20, 30 years in, 40, 50 years in, as it was at the day of the chuppah. Obviously, everything morphs and everything changes. But I will say, I just want to point out something amazing. It is dramatic how the Ramchal is describing that my relationship with Hashem should look like my marriage. But my marriage, like, at, at, at the height of, it, of, of its excitement, right? At, at the height of its passion. That's the, and the Ramchal is not the first person who does this. The Rambam already does this, right? The Rambam discusses Avas Hashem and compares it to a human relationship. What's the comparison? The comparison is that when a person is, is first married, right, my thoughts are consumed by my wife, right? Every, every, everything, in other words, it's, it's not just the pshat that I'm married and it's a function of, of a number of different things in my life. It becomes an all-consuming emotional, all-consuming feeling. That's what it means to be in love with Hashem. To be in love with Hashem means that ultimately, again, I feel all-consumed by this relationship. It's such a, it's such a beautiful idea. So again, I want to point out that Amchal is describing an emotional state of love. He's not describing what the obligations of being in love are. He's describing what it feels like to be in love. Now I will say, the truth is, all you need to do to relate to this is to go back to a time in life uh, hopefully, you don't have to go back to a time of life, right? <laughs> but again, but right, but but right. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was that did not come out right, right? I was like, so, what, what, 
<laughs> yeah, we're gonna edit that later, right? That's like, what, 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 it, what it means is, what it means is, think about that feeling of being in love. Just think about that feeling of being in love and what that feeling feels like, right? That, and again, and how that feeling can be all-encompassing. And when you feel that, that's love. That's love. Imagine feeling that way about the Ribbon Shalom. Imagine feeling that way about Hashem. Then I will say, now, now I, I, again, once you frame it like that, I don't need explanations. I know what it is. I know what it is. Because I know what it is to love. And I will say, by the way, it's being in love. It's being in love with your wife. It's also, I will say, you remember that feeling, that, that moment where I think it's especially like you have, a person has Baruch Hashem, a child, and you hold that first child in your arms in that first moment. You remember that 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 feeling of the entirety of my being is embedded in this little baby. Every ounce of love and every ounce of koach and every ounce, it, it's yours. It's you. There is nothing else in my world right now but that little baby. There's nothing there. You feel it, of course, with every child. But Lamaise, there's something different when it's the first and you've never had this experience before. That's love. That's love. That all-encompassing feeling that everything I am, everything I have, every bit of energy is yours, that's love. So the Ramchal says, imagine, imagine, imagine experiencing that with the Ribbon Shalom. He goes on, he says, He says, so we'll say, and that love manifests itself to the point that, again, even when there's just a mere mention of the person or the thing that I love, it generates such a sense of simcha, such a sense of joy. Every time I speak of him, I remember him more. So now, now, just to point out what Ramchal has done for us over here is describe for us what Ava is. What Ava is. A desire to be close to something, a desire to be one with something, a desire ultimately, again, to simply be embedded with something. And every single time I mention his, its name, its name, or I'm involved in his service, whatever the it is, Ultimately, it engenders this incredible elevated emotional level. That's love. That's love. Obviously, everyone, any person who truly loves that now, Here's what's interesting. How does love manifest itself? One of the ways in which love manifests itself is commitment. Right? When, I, when I love someone or I love something, I'm always going to be committed to serving that person or that thing. And the only thing that'll get in the way of me serving that person or that thing is some type of extenuating circumstance. That, that, that's, that's what love is. That's what love is. I will say, by the way, if you think about it, if you think about it, that's why in relationships, right, when one party fails to come through, Right? Or one party doesn't produce, or one party doesn't live up to agreed upon expectations. Right? Why does it generate so much hurt? Why does it generate so much hurt? Because you don't love me. You don't love me. Because if you loved me, if you loved me, nothing would get in your way. If you loved me, you would live up to expectations. If you loved me, 
You'd be home on time, right? If you loved me, you would say, you would do what you said, because you told me you were going to do something. And then Rechaz says, by the way, that's a correct statement. Because when you love someone, nothing gets in the way of fulfilling your expectations and obligations towards that person, towards that entity. And you understand, by the way, how he's, how he's framing this in Avodah Hashem. So what does it mean to love Hashem? What does it mean to love Hashem? I live up to my expectations, or as the Chassid, I exceed my expectations. And nothing gets in the way of my service of Hashem. Nothing gets in the way, except, of course, if there are those extenuating circumstances that no one could control. Otherwise, otherwise, I live up to my expectations, or exceed those expectations. And I don't need to be enticed. I don't need to be incentivized. I don't need to be bribed. So I say it's incredible also, right? I don't need to be incentivized or bribed in any way, but rather again, barring unforeseen circumstances, right? Barring that ones situation, I'm in. I'm in and I'm doing what I need to. I will say it's so profound. He needs us. I will say it also tells you, it also tells you, by the way, anything for which you need to be incentivized or bribed or enticed, what does that show? What does that show? You're not in. Which again, it's not a chiddush. It's not a chiddush. We know it, but it's absolutely profound. But I say now you begin to also understand in Chazal why again Chazal are always speaking about don't do things for the purpose of schar. Because when you do things for the purpose of schar, again, what that just shows is I'm not in love. I'm not in love. I'm not in love. And that's already a downgraded relationship with Hashem. It's so profound. He goes on. He says he nezos he amida hanechmedes asher lazal chasid marishon kidoshe elyon. So we'll say, this is a level, this level of being in love with Hashem, of literally being in love with the definition that we espoused before. Being in love with Hashem is a level that the early Hasidim were able to reach. And we'll say, here that is going to quote a series of psukim that speak to this dynamic of being in love. It was so beautiful, like a, like a deer, like a deer that, that drinks by the streams of water. So too, my soul, Tarog, yearns for you, pines for you, Hashem. Literally, my soul thirsts for you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. These are all expressions that David HaMelech used in Tehillim to highlight this yearning, this desire, this love, this want to connect. David describing the joy, the joy that he had when simply speaking about the Ribbon Shalom. So we'll stop over for today, we'll stop over for today. But again, I will say, now that Amchal gives us a working definition of love, right? He doesn't tell us. He's not talking on an actional perspective, but rather, again, focusing on what it means to be in love. This all-consuming, all-encompassing desire and want to be close, to be one, to be united, to serve, to do for that person, that thing who I love so much. That what relate to our own experience of being in love, 
That's what it means to be in love with Hashem. How we get there, what we need to do once we're there, and Merit Hashem to be continued.